welcome to VHS. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Cassie. Each week on VHS, we watch and discuss, sometimes for the first time, the top grossing film from that week, 21 years prior, what's changed about our viewing experience, and what hasn't. This week, our selection is Primal Fear. Ooh. Um, yeah, by contrast, in current day, The Fate of the Furious has unseated Boss Baby. Aw, oh, too bad, Boss Baby. Mm-hmm. And um, The Fate of the Furious is a little different kind of film, I'm guessing, than our selection this week, which is neither fast nor furious. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Mm, Primal Fear uh, from Paramount Studios debuted at number one on April 5th, 1996, and stayed on top for the next two weeks. So we're officially mm. caught up for all those weeks that we skipped. Wow. Yay. Thanks, Primal us. Fear. <laughs> with a little assist from the birdcage yeah those two lions of the <laughs> of the billboards <laughs> uh primal fear grossed less than 10 million dollars its opening weekend so it's the number one at the at the box office but still not wildly popular seems fair <clears throat> yeah it's i wonder if some of those audiences were i don't i didn't check when Easter fell that year, but maybe they timed it for Easter release. Maybe. It's just so... It's it's about Jesus. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's keeping the spirit of the season. Thinking mm-hmm. about the, the church. And that's about it. <laughs> yep. Primal Fear was directed by Gregory Hoblet. <laughs> not, not Hobbit. <laughs> maybe just a little Hobbit. A <laughs> little Hobbit. Hobbit. Baby Hobbit. A juvenile Hobbit. If that's not the name for a baby Hobbit, it should be. Absolutely. I don't know <laughs> anything that would be better. Um, it was directed by a wee Hobbit, and it stars some some big names in what I consider grandparent films. <laughs> you got Richard Gere, Laura mm-hmm. Linney. Um, yeah. John Mahoney, Fraser's dad. Uh-huh. That's also how I recognized him. <laughs> Francis McDormand and a little edgier choice, uh, Edward Norton. I think it was his debut. Yeah, a little baby Edward Norton. Yeah, a little innocent baby-faced Edward Norton. So unthreatening. He's got no. that stutter. He could barely make eye contact. So bashful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you're watching this movie, definitely don't think anything suspicious about Edward Norton. He's <laughs> a paragon of innocence. Yep. I didn't see the ending coming at all. Again. Again? <laughs> did, did, you, Kevin, uh... did Kevin Spacey have a stutter in The Usual Suspects? Or was it just uh, weird? No, it was this think... uh, limp. Yeah, he had a club foot. Okay. And some sort of back stuff. All right. So mm-hmm. this was his his limp thing. His yes. Stutter. It was his limp thing. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. But one of the... Uh, so it was impressive that Edward Norton was essentially playing two characters in this movie. Two mm-hmm. pretty convincing characters. Yeah, he's, he's good. good actor. He's, a, he's a good actor. <laughs> what you're you? okay Edward Norton 
<laughs> I guess you've been recognized by your peers on several occasions about being a good actor. Us being your peers. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> what do you think of Richard Gere in terms of acting prowess? I don't know that I've ever seen another entire Richard Gere movie. Oh. I mean, you're not um, counting Pretty Woman because that's not, it's not like mm, acting. I haven't even seen Pretty Woman. What the what? Not since I've been a sentient adult. I'm sure it was on while I was in the room when oh, I was a kid. You've never sat and watched the whole thing. No, it just seeped into my consciousness, but yeah. I don't recall ever popping it in and watching it. Hmm. Hmm. What else, Richard Gere? He was in the Mothman prophecies. <laughs> oh yeah, I just watched that too. Ah, <laughs> uh, another another grandpa cinema classic. <laughs> What's that one about? Um, there's a Mothman, I guess. Yeah, there's this weird supernatural omen that shows up and he's a reporter in that movie, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is Laura Laura Linney's also in that movie? Oh God, Laura Linney's in every movie. <laughs> Apparently, that calls for an adult woman who's cute but not threateningly attractive, and also her personality is more important than her looks. <laughs> She's yep. a smart woman. Uh huh. That's like every every role of that kind is Laura Linney. Well, yeah. Nowadays, it's Jessica Chastain. Yes, yeah. I've gone on this same rant about her. Too. <laughs> They've kind of, she's taken her the the Laura Linney spot in Hollywood. Yeah, Laura Linney might have aged out of that, like that age bracket. Now yeah. she's like a slightly older, non-threatening, attractive, smart woman. Yeah. Have you seen commercials for? She's on a Broadway play with Cynthia Nixon, mm -mm. and the shtick is they swap roles every night and it's i don't know what it's about or it, the title of it but they play like either a really sassy victorian lady or a very reserved victorian lady and <laughs> cynthia nixon looks great in both roles <laughs> in the commercial but laura mm -hmm. Liddy just looks like a like a wet cat <laughs> <laughs> as the the demure Victorian lady, she's just sitting there all frowny, and hmm. it's it makes me laugh every time I see it. Does she look how, how does she look as the sassy lady? I would think she would be the frowny lady. You know, she looks better as the frowny lady. Uh, <laughs> as the sassy lady, she just kind of looks like she's wearing too much makeup. <laughs> the white cat really stuck <laughs> just pathetic it's just so sad this is the second laura linney is the second person i've heard compared to a wet cat this week really <laughs> yeah i was i was on a call with a coworker, and we were talking about like wrangling some other people to do something we need them to, to do <laughs> and the guy i was talking to was like well you know they're like, they're like cats, and you're trying to get them through to jump through a hoop of water, and cats don't like that. <laughs> a hoop of water. Yeah. <laughs> I went to all the trouble to assemble these water hoops, and these damn cats won't even jump through them. 
<laughs> so that's Laura Linney. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything against Laura Linney. She's just, she's a serviceable actress and she's in a lot of films. You know why I don't like Laura Linney? Why? Love Actually. Oh, I forgot she was in that too. Oh, she's such a sad sack. She's the saddest sack in that movie. She's a wet cat. She's a <laughs> cat in a wool sweater that just got drenched. Oh, yeah. Poor Laura Linney. I'm sure Laura Linney is fine. Yeah, Don't pity Laura Linney. Uh, she got some harsh, scathing criticism for this movie, though. Oh, really? That's what I have set aside for the final word. Oh, fun. Mm. Can't please them all. Yeah. I thought she was fine in this movie. She was charming. Yeah, she was good. She she really likes them uh, 120s cigarettes. They were, like, distractingly long. Did you notice that? <laughs> like, to accent her slender fingers. That's what, I guess that was the point. Look at her gracious fingers. Yeah. So feminine. She's a lady lawyer and she doesn't take any guff, but she has her weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And it's Richard Gere. Not anymore. Mm-mm. Now just 120s and bullying people she's been warned may be mentally ill. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> I don't buy it. Your diagnosis is bullshit and I'm going to prove it by just nailing this guy <laughs> just gonna scream at you that seemed a little inappropriate but yeah, I, f- I feel like don't they usually like say like badgering the witness yes that's the term thank you but maybe it would have been richard Gere's place to object mm-hmm. and he didn't because he uh, wanted her to spoiler yeah, yeah. he was just what a great lawyer he was. Am I right? Oh, he was the best lawyer, but <laughs> as a person, not so great. No. I yep. don't know. There were too many there were too many scenes of him in a bar like talking <laughs> about himself that I just Let like, me explain my character to you. Oh god. <laughs> Blah. Don't you want to know what makes Martin Vale tick? Well, no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Tell me once, don't tell me like eight times throughout the movie. But there's more. Uh, Let me tell you more. That's not how he talks. <laughs> it's not at all. It's just the voice I'm giving him. I thought I don't know about his other movies, but I think he's a pretty good actor. That's the and thing. Then, like I I think he is, but I don't have any concrete evidence to back it up. Mm. Like he was couldn't name in, something. I didn't see it, but he was in a movie about a homeless man that came out like last year. I think it was an independent film. He might have financed it entirely, but he like really got into the part so much so that like gossip magazines saw him while he was filming and like reported Richard Gere's homeless. (laughs) Oh my God. If you were going to see good Richard Gere acting on display, that one's probably, he probably gave that one his all. All right. Maybe I'll give it a try. Maybe. Maybe. Those tabloids really love Richard Gere. Oh, yeah. You know why? He's a nice looking man. It's his middle name. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
<laughs> Did you think I was going to mention something else about I Richard Gere? I thought you might. I thought you temple? might. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You loaded yourself <laughs> such that I expect that from you. <laughs> so pleased with yourself. <laughs> oh, man. No, but he really does have a weird middle name. <laughs> the the other thing is not true. Do you know that for a fact? <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up. That's between Richard Gere and his God, and he's Buddhist, so he doesn't have a doesn't have a God. He's the only one who knows. I may have Googled Richard Gere gerbil. Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's his middle name. <laughs> Can I just spoil your big reveal? Gerbils out of the bag. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Have you no shame? No, I don't. I'm sorry, Richard Gere. Uh, oh. Google, when you look up Richard Gere, hmm. provides some... Oh, he was married to Cindy Crawford. I think I knew that. Yeah, I saw that too. And some other famous lady. Less, Way less famous, though. I don't recognize her name, mm. but his ch he has one child, one son. <laughs> Do you see this? No. Is, is his daughter's <laughs> name Tiffany? No, he only has one son. One, oh, he has oh. One child, and it is a son I named see. Homer James Jigme Gear. <laughs> What is with the names in this family? <laughs> I, you know what it is? It's because Richard, first of all, his first name is Richard, which is always, I'm sure, very hard for a young man. Maybe. But He's 67 years old. I think people were a little more chill about the D word. Yeah, in, maybe back in then. his youth. Yeah, it was kind of acceptable to call someone Dicky. Hey there, Dick, you old <laughs> son of a gun. Do you think anyone ever old called him? bag <laughs> Dick Tiff? <laughs> I'll bet they did. It's probably Very high likelihood. <laughs> probably why he gave his son such a weird name, too. Made him H. strong. H.J. Jigme Gear. <laughs> Oh, boy. Maybe he's just a really big Simpsons fan. I'll bet that he is named after Homer Simpson, not <laughs> any other Homer. Uh, what do you uh, think they call him, homie? <laughs> Homeboy? Ho-ho? <laughs> <laughs> oh, any of those. I, I hope they call him all of those. Now that I think about it, Homer's a pretty great name. It is. Homie's a cute nickname if you don't think of it in the Marge Simpson voice. Good luck. Homie. <laughs> See, I was... <laughs> that was a terrible impression. <laughs> Sound like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is why I don't do impressions. You're bad. <laughs> How no, that, <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> oh. Or no, 
Norman Bates's mother. <laughs> That's another another voice that reminds me of. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good gravy. <sighs> you know what else is fun about Richard Gere? His silvery silken locks. That that is that's true. I didn't think of that. I was gonna say his ties. His ties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't really notice his ties. Oh well. Um, they make a joke out of it in Pretty Woman. Um, oh, his bad taste in ties. So I don't know. I guess it's a thing that people just notice his ties all the time. And about it, Richard Gere. It, Not just yeah. Ah. I don't know about the actor, but in movies, people comment on his ties. They're always... People. I mean, they're 90s ties to begin with. They've got, you know, that weird shininess to them. They're large. Hmm. I'm sorry I didn't know about this going into this movie. Eh, You didn't really miss anything. They're ugly ties. I thought that the fashions in this movie, on the whole, were pretty decent. They're slightly dated, but classy. Yeah, they were. They weren't like offensively nineties. Mm-hmm. Although I, t- I did laugh when Richard Gere asked Edward Norton what his size was <laughs> to buy him a suit. <laughs> presumably, he's like, "What are you with? Uh-huh. What are you a thirty-eight suit?" I was like, "Damn, thirty-eight? <laughs> Is that a I don't pole. Maybe I don't know suit sizes, but 38 seems really large for tiny little Edward Norton. Mm. Mm. I don't buy suits. So <laughs> me neither. It sounded on the small side to me. Oh. Because if you think of like, 38 is like a, like a medium-sized woman's chest. Hmm. Like that's a middle middle well, of the range bra band. <laughs> Think about that just on hips. Let's let's be real though. I feel like a suit should have more than just one number for a suit. Yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> what are you a thirty eight? I'm going to men's warehouse. Don't tell me you're in scene. I don't care. Because <laughs> I was I you was thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking about the pant size because I know that Devin wears like a 34 and that's pretty standard dude size. But Edward Norton. I don't think Edward Norton is bigger than Devin. No. No, certainly not in this movie. Or, yeah, no. Nope. Maybe everyone in this movie is gigantic. (laughs) You just don't notice because they're all next to each other. But if they were next to a normal human, you would be shocked. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was uh, just because 90 suits were really, really <laughs> large. That was that the could style. could also be it. I don't know. Like, uh, I'm getting you a suit. You're going to wear it to court, and then we're going to go film a rap video. We're going to stand <laughs> on a yacht. <laughs> Your pants are going to billow in the wind. So 38? Yeah. You need, you need it to be able to breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm picturing uh, the music video from uh, Mariah Carey's Honey with Puff Daddy. (laughs) The ultimate in late 90s luxury. Mm -hmm. So much gold. (laughs) 
Mariah's on the market. She's it's the emancipation of Mimi. She's unveiling a whole new her. She's gonna party with the top criminal defense lawyer in Chicago and his spoiler alert, guilty client. <laughs> They're gonna have a good old time. Mariah, you on fire. I'm gonna take you back home to meet my family in Creek Bottom. <laughs> or whatever that his little town in Kentucky was called. I don't know. It definitely involved Creek. It sounded really fake. It sounded like, oh, quick, uh, where are you from? Uh, think of a town, a hick town, uh, Creek Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey yep. Jug. Damn it. To from be fair, that's, that's probably how they name towns in Kentucky. <laughs> They just think of, oh, what makes us sound like a bunch of hicks? <laughs> There's Corn a creek pone. out back. Let's call it Creek Town. Cassie, that's... <laughs> I'm, I was going to chastise you for <laughs> for insulting Kentucky, but I won't. Sorry, Kentucky. We're going to call this town Mitch McConnell's Waddle. Oh. It's Waddle Holla. Ugh. Right next door to Turtle Town. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to Waddle Holler. We'll set you up with some corn pone and whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> what city was this set in? I forget. It was set in Chicago, but I would have sworn it was Philly in the first few seasons. Or first few scenes. <laughs> oh, God. Seasons. Uh, <laughs> imagine a TV show. <laughs> would it just be about... What would it even be about? Would it just be this trial going on for years? No, it would be like... What is that terrible? Uh, the Closer. Any stupid lawyer... TV show mm. about a dude who's just so Doo-doo. good in the courtroom. All right, mm. yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he's a yeah, I can definitely see that because I think this movie is like there are a lot of movies that are basically a movie length episode of Law and Order SVU. Yep, and yeah. this one. I consider to be better than that because of the character development. Yeah. And the good acting. But yeah. I mean it could easily be a shade above that TV show. Yeah, I'll give you that. There were, you know, good actors in it and they would just drag out the romantic tension. Yeah. For a really long time. And his buddy that he went to the bar with would would be around a lot more often. Maybe be the. I think I was just a reporter. I I guess he was. I don't know. Oh, there would be a lot more of those uh, those Hispanic guys. Mm -hmm. This could easily be a TV show. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was really long, and there was a lot of just like high power lawyer talk. Wasn't wasn't my cup of tea. I could see that. I do like boring movies. <laughs> so this one was right in my nestled right in my sweet spot. Why why the title Primal Fear? I was thinking about that too. And I immediately thought that this movie was gonna be about molester priests. 
Yeah, me too. Because it involves the Catholic Church and it's called primal fear. And I thought it would be like, you're when you're diddled by a priest that like reaches down deep into the primal part of you and you lash out to defend yourself and kill him brutally. Mm-hmm. Which I guess there was some of that, but it was yeah. also like very civilized corruption. Like mm-hmm. there's like investment and real estate drama and that's not primal at all <laughs> no I mean, gr- greed is pretty primal i guess sure i just didn't really pay attention to those parts <laughs> they were gripping i once, bet once, they were <laughs> once they pull up their 1995 desktop computer and start digging through the files oh that open was fun. that one on that investment <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could see if it was like primal instinct. I, I don't get the f- fear is really what throws me off because it, it really mm-hmm. sounds like a horror movie title. Yeah, there are a lot better uses of this. This was based on a novel. So mm-hmm. maybe the novel with more room goes more into the psychological depths of fear. Mm. But that's a good point. There's yeah. very little in this movie that it, there's a whole lot of premeditation mm-hmm. and like calculation sort of yep. plays on people's primal instincts. Mm. Hmm. I Good don't call, know. Cassie. Not well, a great it, title for a thriller. It would be a great title for an action movie. It absolutely would. <laughs> this one we can't even like pitch because it writes itself. Yeah. Mm. But we this, could try. You could go in, in like any any direction. You know what yeah. I'm thinking. Birds, primates. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> it's primal fear. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Primate fear. Yep. Oh, so right. so like Congo with Laura mm-hmm. Linney. <laughs> Tarzan with no escape (laughs) yeah pretty much part of darkness with no changes (laughs) more apes i guess oh man that's (laughs) yeah we walk into the boardroom you're gonna pitch your movie like here's what it is see heart of darkness with more primates (laughs) (laughs) that's what the people want they want more <laughs> angry primates. Oh. I would have nightmares for weeks. So would I. Ugh. Good call, though. I don't know what else to say about this movie. Did you have any favorite moments or lines? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I guess I liked the part where there were no apes. I like that part too Hmm. so would it be like in a zoo there's a zookeeper getting murdered um it could be anywhere it could yeah jungle zoo apes will kill whenever wherever (laughs) whenever wherever (laughs) the apes you're gonna be dismembered (laughs) I'll be there, and apes will be near. And that's a primate fear. (laughs) 
Wow. Insert ape noise. <laughs> Shakira, we have a song proposal for you. I feel like I should have picked up more on the primate fear thing when you first said it, but it's just too good. It just... Yeah. There's, I mean, there's no yes and. It's just the whole idea is encapsulated in the idea of primal mm-hmm. fear starring angry apes. <laughs> starring angry apes. Here's where I really wish I could do... I need to learn video editing so I can do like opening credits. Primal Fear starring and like a gorilla, a chimp. This would have to have actual angry apes though. Like I don't want any of those like CG things from the Planet of the Ape movies. Want real. Oh. Gotta be real angry apes. Who's gonna train these apes? You just, you know, you just hang around apes and wait until they're naturally angry. So this is like face of death. <laughs> apes. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like say they're going to like make the apes angry because that's mean to apes. But apes naturally experience anger. We just got to capture it on video. Near a green could screen. could be like Aaron Stampler where you just... uh Agitate the apes. Just a little bit. Till you get what you want. Yeah. I hate this idea. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> but that's what good directors do, Jenna. They agitate their <laughs> actors <laughs> till they give them what they want. Ape attacks. Mm-hmm. Primal fear, it's the best movie if you wanna go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should preface that. It was very warm in our apartment today. We had to turn the air conditioner on finally. I was pretty chilly and I stayed awake through the whole thing. There you go. So, so that's that's our final endorsement. Primal Fear, watch it in a cold environment. <laughs> Don't get cozy or else you're out. <laughs> So this has been our episode on primal fear, primate-free fear. (laughs) No monkeys in this one. If you want to connect with us during the week, you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter at VHYESPod. And if you're following us on iTunes, you can rate, review, subscribe. That helps us out. In that um, it makes us excited to read the reviews. I don't think it's doing anything for us in the iTunes <laughs> algorithm at this point. <laughs> we just like to hear things. Talk about us. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid of apes? Let us know. <laughs> Is there anyone who's not afraid of apes? It, are you not afraid of apes? Let us know. <laughs> but we, um, if you'd like to get a second opinion, we've... We've got one for you, courtesy of the internet. The blessed internet. IMDb user Feverdog says, There's something else in this movie that annoyed me. Laura Linney's smoking. It was terribly obvious that Linney is a (laughs) non-smoker. As a smoker, I cannot tell you how distracting this is. (laughs) Wow, sorry. Sorry.
Oh, me.